Welcome to VetterView. My name is Cesar Rubio, and I created this podcast to show some raw experiences and challenges service members face during service and transition to the civilian world. I'd not only like for us to be able to share our experiences, but offer advice to others who could be facing similar challenges and give people a different perspective and understanding to the challenges we face. This will be um, episode five. This will be the fifth. You'll be the first female. Congratulations, honey. Yes, we made it. Uh, yes. You'll be the first one. So with that note, you know, welcome to the fifth better be episode. I'm hoping this uh, keeps going strong. Get that uh, great support that I've been getting. And thank you for everybody, including you, for reaching out. I don't know why I didn't. Stupid. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So if you want to like introduce yourself briefly and like, uh, like what times you serve and what branch. Okay. My name is Rebecca, Rebecca Fleming. Um, I started in the Marine Corps from 2009 to 2014. I was stationed. My first duty station was Camp Pendleton. Uh, I was super motivated and I re-enlisted and I got sent out to the stumps, 29 Palms, but I actually got uh, discharged because of my back. So I didn't do a full another term or whatever it's called. Now I don't remember my civilian brain. So, yeah, yeah, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you didn't finish, you didn't finish your, your second enlistment. I didn't know that. No. And I feel like it was the biggest blessing because being out 29 palms was, was health. Yeah. 29 palms on its own is already, uh, not a, not a great place to be at. A lot of no. crime amongst the uh, Marines, even in like my own unit, a few guys. Really? Yeah, a few guys got left. They did some fucking uh, stupid shit, like crazy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely have a philosophy after being out there for just a couple months. Mm -hmm. I literally feel like there's something about being out in the desert. You just lose your shit. You just yeah, do probably. it. Yeah, and 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 just doing all that training and just being even even. Even more out in the desert than just anybody <laughs> yeah. would normally. You're just way the fuck out there looking into yeah. the abyss. You're just looking into nothing. Um, yeah. Well, welcome. Thank you for, for coming on here. I, I really appreciate it. Um, it's nice to see you again. It's been fucking years. Um, yes. I hope everything's going well. Um, well, let's get this fucking going. So you said you were your first station was in Camp Pendleton, right? What yes. unit was that with? Um, um, I, my first unit was CLR one. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, when I was going to set to deploy with the new, I went with CLB 11. CLB 11. That's what you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, was there a specific reason that you chose the Marine Corps or was it just, um, just, just a branch that you were just picking? It wasn't anything special. Were you like fucking <laughs> motivated no. as fuck? No. So I, I joined pretty late, which a lot of Marines that I worked with, they knew. Um, I mean, that's why my nickname was grandma because I joined at 24, which I, I learned very quickly. That is very old to be joining the Marine Corps. Oh. But when I was 18, I wanted to join the army. My dad said, no, he convinced me not to do it. And then, um, at 24, I really didn't have anything going for myself. And some guy that I had dated long distance, we ended up breaking up. He, uh, I found out from a friend that he was joining and it really piqued my interest. So I had questioned why he was joining. He explained all of his reasons. Of course, it sounded like a recruiter had totally like brainwashed him, you know, yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah. you know, the you know, honor and stuff. Yeah. You're going to travel, you can do all this stuff. Oh, no. And so, um, 
I went to Facebook and I questioned some people like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm thinking about joining the military, which branch. And then they laid it all out for me. And it just so happened that the guys that I knew from high school were all Marines. So they all told me go to the air force, which, you know, when you've been in for a while, you, you realize what the air force is really all about, but I didn't know. And, um, I didn't pass the ASVAB. I wasn't smart enough. Neither was I. But uh, so I, as soon as they told me, you're going to have to come back in a couple months, take the ASVAB. I went straight into the Marine Corps recruiting office and they're like, can I help you? And I said, I literally <laughs> said, how quickly can you get me out of here? Wow. Dude, they all jumped up. They were super excited, super excited. They hadn't had a female in That's months. fucking crazy. And I bet they have a quota uh, for me, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a recruiter friend now, her and her husband. So I, I've seen behind the scenes what it's like. Do recruiters are dirty? They're Fuck fucking yeah. dirty. I'm sorry, but they're fucking dirty. Fuck but yeah. uh, they, they legit got me out in two weeks. So wow. there was nothing special about the Marine Corps. I knew nothing about it. I try to look up videos about boot camp wow. just to try to prepare myself. Right. Um, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. So you. So you haven't heard anything really about the Marine Corps besides your friends? No, I I didn't even know what the Marine Corps was. Wow. Just said, fuck it, let me get out of here. Yeah. I did. I literally said, fuck it. Uh, someone said it was the best of the best. And I was like, whatever that means, military term, you know. Yeah. I was like, fuck it, just send me. Okay. So. Wow, that's wild. How um, did you did you think, so did you have any previous jobs before the Marine Corps? We'll, we'll go with that. Like, did you experience any different type of environment? That is comparable to the Marine Corps. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck no, I'm right? Sorry. Fuck no. no. That's Fuck what I'm no. trying to. That's, that's what I, the only reason I'm asking this, and I know it's kind of a stupid question, right? Um, it's because if you're younger, like if you enlist at 17, yeah. you definitely have no idea. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were 24. Yeah. You were a little bit more grown and mature, but yeah, most Marines are getting out at 24, 25. Yeah, I got out at 24. I got it at 24, um, but it's it's a way bigger shock, I think, for a fucking 17, just turning 18 individual, whether it be a guy or a girl. Um, well, yeah, because when people ask me what boot camp was like, I mean, one of my biggest memories is all these young girls crying, literally wanting to go home. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, what? Why is everyone crying? You yeah. know, like, who cares? <laughs> but yeah, that's because I was older. But uh, yeah. no, there's definitely, there, I don't think, I don't think there is any job you could try to tell somebody or a job that anyone's experienced that could even relate. Because right. right now I work on an Air Force base, a reserve Air Force base. So it's just, dude, there'll be, there's nothing that will ever compare to the Marine Corps, hands down, nothing. Yeah, I, I believe it. I mean, I've never worked in a like on an Air Force base, but I've I've worked a lot with with a lot of them. Um, they're all a little timid of Marines, very mm -hmm. very intimidated by Marines. Um, mm -hmm. I experienced that overseas. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, well, I'm just a dude, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I never got to experience that environment, so I'm not sure. But. Uh, it makes fucking absolute sense. There's no no chaos like a Marine Corps chaos. No, uh, that is that is just a, a mind blowing thing. So did you go in there with even the mentality of? Did you think your thing was gonna be cool? Did you think you were gonna get treated just like anybody else? Because it's an, it's it's the Marine Corps, you know. Fucking honor, courage, commitment. We treat everybody like Marines and and with respect. Did you think anything of that when you were joining, or or 
Um, well, so one of my friends, actually, she was my really good friend at the time. Um, her brother was already in the Marine Corps. And as soon as she found out that I had enlisted, um, or was that what she called enlisted? Anyways, I don't know. Um, he hit me up. He literally said like, yo, Becca, like I see what female Marines go through. So he tried to give me some pointy, uh, pointers. Um, so I went contract marriage route right away. Okay. So, so that way I didn't have to live in the barracks and he was like, Plus, Holy yes, God. yes. So also I got paid more. So Holy I feel God. completely blessed. Thank you, Katarino, for that <laughs> advice because, uh, he, he, you know, he knew what it was up and he literally just was like, you don't want to live in the barracks, you know, like shit goes down. And, um, so yeah, I'm mean, not going to save you a fucking Lance Corporal book was not going to be like, Hey guys, stop. You know, like, no. no, but I mean, I still didn't have an idea of what it would actually be like. I just, right. from that sense, it kind of was like, oh shit, you know, I don't want to live on the base. There's obviously a reason for that. Was it more of just like, oh, possibly just bullshit that would happen instead of like what actually sometimes goes on at barracks? Um, I think he made it seem like, yeah, you're going to get harassed a lot because you're a female, like, yeah. You know, so, and then after, you know, hitting the fleet and then you kind of see what some, not all, what some of the females are like, it's just like, oh shit, you know, like, mm -hmm. I'm really glad I don't live in the barracks. Yeah, that's, that's a fucking blessing, not being in the barracks. Um, mm -hmm. I wish I wasn't, but I was in the barracks. My whole, yeah. my whole enlistment, unfortunately. Um, I feel they will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I but, mean, uh, I, I did, I did, sorry. I, I did live, in, I did live in the barracks for a month before my sergeant caught on and he like, was like, what the fuck are you doing floating? But, oh, um, really? yeah, my corporal at the time we were chill. We ended up being neighbors once I moved, uh, out in town, oh, yeah. but, uh, we definitely did a Chinese field day. That shit was fucking, I didn't think oh, that yeah. shit existed. It exists. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I, I still kind of got to experience the Thursday night, field night, field days, but what you're doing at night and then you got to go fucking, you know, battalion run on Friday mornings. You see guys puking. Yeah, yeah like, that's great. I, I remember you last night. So, I mean, yeah. I still got a little bit of a taste of what it's like in the barracks. Right, right. Well, I mean, at least you, you weren't fully <clears throat> fucking there, especially in, in a base like um, Lake 29 Palms. Um, where some guy in my unit, I don't know how accurate the story is, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. I have a few, like, I know it's legit. Like, I know yeah. the dude got arrested for murder. Uh, the, the, yep, the wife was like, uh, yeah, the wife was involved to, to, to an extent, yeah. Um, and I think it was another Marine's wife that he murdered and threw in the mine shaft. It was some fucking... Shut the fuck up. I remember that story. Yeah, yeah, that was 2-7, yeah. No uh, way. Yeah, two sevens had a few guys go to jail. Um, yeah, they, they have a whole fucking company they call Felony Fox. Shout out to Felony Fox to you guys who aren't <laughs> shitty people. You guys that are cool, you know who you are. Besides, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm glad you weren't in the barracks. You know, throughout that whole experience. Um, when would you say, fucking motherfucker, you bug? Um, Sorry, um, boot camp. Did, did, was it all chill? It was all obviously treated the same way as everybody else. You didn't notice anything different. It was just your fucking obviously boot camp. Um, how is that? Um, I know guys always want to know what female boot camp was yeah, like. It's crazy. Uh, 
uh, to me, uh, when I would look back after all of it, and I know by third phase, a lot of us girls felt the same, is we felt like they got too soft on us. Oh, really? So we would put ourselves on the quarter deck and stuff like, like you know, but they were... Nothing. It was like nothing. I mean, it's boot camp is still, I feel overall, it's kind of like the males. It's still, you're mentally challenging yourself. Some of us more than others are physically challenging ourselves. But I mean, at least for us that went to Paris Island, at some point you are out training with the males. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you are doing the same type of shit, but I definitely feel like they are a little bit soft on the females. And then from what I've heard, the way boot camps change, it feels like the whole Marine Corps has gone soft. Yeah. Again, I'm not sure. Um, that's why I was kind of, kind of curious about your experience. I'm sure now it's. I know. I think the physical fitness tests have gone up. Like I think yeah. they've become more difficult. Which fuck that. Fuck running a, a harder CFT. Uh, yeah. no, thank you. Combat fitness yeah. test for everybody who doesn't know what that is. It's we have two types of tests in the Marine Corps: uh, physical fitness test and the combat fitness test. Uh, very short test, the combat fitness one, but it blows. Um, so, well, so just being treated softly, or, or not softly, just a little bit, not as hardcore as, as I guess you anticipated. Um, yeah. So you fucking hit the fleet in Pendleton. You said you were motivated enough to re-enlist, so I'm assuming that that first enlistment went fairly well? No. Okay. As, as soon as I hit the fleet, mm-hmm. I fucking, I figured out real fucking quick what it meant to be a fucking female. Uh... I mean, I was getting sexually harassed like within three months of being in the fleet from my staff sergeant, and it, it got it got so bad. I even was telling my corporal, my who was my neighbor, and he, you know, as a male, he's just kind of like fuck, Fleming. I don't know what the fuck to do, you know. And he would just be like, "Don't text message him." But I always made sure I showed my corporal, and I wouldn't reply because I was just like, "Dude, I'm scared." It's a fucking staff sergeant, and yeah. he's married. He had a kid, and it, and. It was just, and then it just seemed like, dude, once I hit the fucking fleet, it just went downhill. It's like, no matter what the fuck I did, I mean, I, I it was just, it he was just, nonstop harassment. He just started just texting you and, or did it start like, before the texting, did it start like just him treating you differently um, when you got there? If you remember. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, I get it. You're fresh meat. You're all fresh meat. Um especially females and i forgot to mention i was uh motor t so you know motor t everyone knows who the fuck motor t is yeah yeah so uh sorry as soon as i got there um uh one of my corporals came up to me and was just like hey pfc fleming he's like uh south sergeant put you on a board and i was like excuse me i was like i haven't yeah, I was like, I haven't been in the fucking fleet. I was like, I haven't done shit. And they're like, well, and I literally went and talked to him personally in the office. And I said, Staff Sergeant, I don't want to be on this board. I don't deserve it. Right. And he looked at me and he's like, I don't care if me, you're going on that board. And that was like the special treatment. And people kind of knew what the fuck was up because they're like, what oh, the fuck have you done? You know, I'm like, I haven't done shit. I shouldn't be on a fucking board. Right. But but the luckily the kid that I was against, they looked at it, you know, that our paperwork and on paper he looked so much better than me. So they didn't even put me either one of us on the board. Right. But yeah, he definitely was trying to give me special fucking treatment. And I remember telling my corporal 
I literally, I literally laid out like this. Look, I'm fucking 24 years old. I came here to fucking work. I came here to do my fucking job. I said, I didn't come in here to be a fucking hoe. I didn't come here. Yeah, I didn't come here to be a wife. I didn't come here to get fucking pregnant. I said, you better put my ass out on the fucking line and you better work me. He was like, I mean, that's what I said. Yeah. I said, don't put me in the office. Cause for some reason, all the girls that went and worked in the office. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, they did kind of fall into that stereotype, and I yeah. literally said, "Don't put me in that category." So, right. uh, I I made sure that I was trying to, I was always trying to prove myself. Like that's what I came here for. I didn't come but here to yeah. sell my ass. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think some of those chicks uh, took advantage of the fact that they were female and they were like, "Oh, maybe by doing this or by I don't know, fucking so and so, I could get ahead a little bit further than." Do you think that's the case for some of them? Or do you think it's um, just, it's, or do you think it's just, this is going to sound fucked up and I'm not trying to, but do you think it's like, um, it's almost expected, like, for not, not even just to fuck or just for them to be hosed, but you think it's just heard about so often that, that some women are just like, oh, fuck it, you know, like. Um, I think it's like a little bit a combination of different things. I feel like they're young. They're away from home. Uh, I feel like especially in Motor T, there's very few females. At least where units I've been in, we're very scarce. We're like a handful out of like, you know, big big platoons of of males. I feel like some of them, they didn't want to work. They didn't want to get dirty. Uh, I feel like some of them were legit just fucking hoes. They right. like the attention. Um, I didn't talk to these girls. I had nothing to do with them. I was just like, that's not me. I feel like some of them maybe did it for rank. But right. I, I don't know. One of them, she ended up pregnant. Uh, another one, she VMU3? got... I'm sorry? Was that in VMU3? You're, you're cut now. I'm sorry. Um, was that in VMU3? No, 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 no. This okay. is not my very first. No. Okay, oh, okay. sorry, sorry. sorry. I, I say, yeah. VMU3 is fucked up on its own. Yeah. That shit blew me the fuck away. Yeah, I haven't even sorry. gotten there yet. Yeah, yeah, my no, bad, my bad, my bad. I'm, I, I was no, just no, thinking yeah, about no. a person. Um, oh. I'm coming in super choppy. Feel free to be like, yo, idiot. Like, I can't understand you. No, I'll let you know. Okay. Because I, I ain't able to hear. But, uh, um, the one girl got, um, What's it called when you commit adultery? She got kicked out for adultery. Right. So I, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I know, right? That shit blew my mind. Yeah. So honestly, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, that's just my general idea of possibly why some of these girls acted the way they do. I mean, ever since MCT. I, uh, and I, I hate saying this because I don't want to seem like I'm bragging or anything like this. It was to me is more of a nuisance and I couldn't understand why it was happening. Cause I'm, I'm retarded sometimes, but ever since MCT, I've literally each week I'd have a different, I think female, a different female. Yeah. She come knock on my door and I would be like, who the fuck are you? And she'd be like, yeah. Oh, so-and-so likes you. And I would look at them and go, I'm fucking married, you know, and, and tell her piss off pretty much. So I feel like you just, you get all this like attention to me. It was was very unwanted attention, but I think for maybe some of these girls, it's like, Oh shit. You know, for the first time, maybe a guy's paying attention to them. They're having more than a guy fight over them. I mean, I don't know. It could be a lot of different things. I'm sure it's it's like super 
like you, I don't think any women can be ready for that. Like for the amount of attention that you, like you obviously, I, I mean, to as far as I know, you you handled it fairly well. But like, think about people who come from or like or like just people in general, but people who come from like broken ass families, right? Who didn't really get attention when they were younger, and then they go into the Marine Corps because, or just in general, the military because they needed a fucking way out. Like, a lot of people, like, a lot of fucking yeah. people do. I, oh, yeah, I yeah, personally yeah. joined the Marine Corps to get the fuck out of my area. Um, not the best area, and, and I was just like, I'm out. Um, but imagine they don't get attention, they don't, they don't, they don't get treated well, or, or, and then they join the Marine Corps, and there's a fuck ton of men, a fuck ton of men, who are <laughs> all given attention to five out of 20. You know, like, there's there's five women in a group of 35 men, and all those 35 yeah. men are fucking just all over it. Obviously, there's those who are fucking somewhat at least respectful and, and who don't give a fuck about all that, but um, I think that, I'm sure there's some cases where it comes to that, you know, like, where, where they're not used to that sort of attention, and they just fucking love it, and they just probably just yeah. keep feeding off of it. You know, yeah. you hear stories, like, oh, she's a dog tag collector, and like, yeah. You hear you hear bullshit ass stories, but you see it a lot in the schoolhouse, I think. Um the schoolhouse is another fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah, that's uh yeah. Shit. Yeah. Court lost in the woods, yeah. That was that was insane. Yeah, it, it, it's a disaster. And um so I'm I'm just I'm just wondering if that's that could be a possibility as to as to why some of them respond to it, you know, differently. But I guess I'd have to have a few more females before we get like a different perspective on there. Obviously, this is worse. Um, but you said you were getting fucking like uh, harassed almost immediately. Like, yeah. Staff yeah. Did you feel uncomfortable as fuck about it? Well, yeah. I mean, I I feel like because once people found out my age, yeah. it was like honestly, it was like their reactions and the way they treated me fucking changed completely. It was just like, oh shit, I'm dealing with a grown ass woman. I'm not dealing with this ass 18 year old, you know? So some of them, some of them that didn't hit on me, they definitely treated me differently. Like they didn't talk to me like I was fucking stupid type of thing. And then I think some of them were just like, oh, she's a grown ass woman. Like almost like, okay, I'm not, I don't have to worry about, you know, her being a like an 18 year old running her mouth bragging that she's right. hooking up with a higher rank or anything like that so uh, i don't know i I've, i really i don't know uh, i don't know <laughs> did you ever have to like fucking tell him to like yo dude back the fuck up or did you ever report him or anything like that you just talked to your corporal right yeah i was honestly i was petrified um it makes sense I mean, there was one time I was going on leave and I was going to fly out of San Diego and, you know, you have to put on your fucking leave slip, like where the fuck you're going and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Maps. Yeah, the yeah. Maps and your flight yeah. schedule, all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, he literally texted me and told me, oh, hey, you can come stay at my house and sleep on the couch and I'll take you to the, <laughs> the airport. Jesus and I was like, Christ. uh. I, I don't know if I ever replied to that. I might have just kind of ignored it. And I feel like that's that was my problem throughout my whole Marine Corps career was I always try to ignore it and just right. act like it wasn't there. Jeez. I, I, 
can't even imagine like he's texting you right and then uh, all this bullshit that you just obviously don't want to hear um, and then you see him in person every day at work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the discomfort dude on its own that right there just being that uncomfortable that a fucking dude is just constantly constantly hitting you up when, especially when it's a fucking staff race um, yeah so it's like a E6, you were what, an E1? E2, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that dude. Come on, man. Come on. Come yeah. On. Thank you. She, she just got in here. <laughs> yeah. Let her fucking figure her shit out. Let her yeah. fucking uh, unpack her fucking her, her sea bag. Right? Yeah, chill out, yeah. man. Yeah, chill out. That, that's... So what ended up, what was like when what ended up happening with that dude? Um, I think uh, my first unit was a gaggle fuck. Um, sure. They were deploying a lot to Afghanistan and stuff, but eventually I got sent to a different platoon within that battalion or regiment, and so he was no longer in charge of me. Uh, I I have such a bad memory. I don't remember if the text messages continued. But um, eventually I got approached by another sergeant and uh, I later found out my captain who became captain, he had scouted out certain Marines that he wanted to deploy on the Mew. So once I got sent on the Mew deployment, um, I I feel like from there it was just, I think with him it just kind of subsided almost. But then once I got into that platoon, um, half my platoon had just gone back from Afghanistan. And a lot of them had an opinion about female Marines. And then I felt like that's when my real nightmare started. Uh, on, on, on your, on your, uh, on your Afghanistan, you said? No, no, on the Mew. On the Mew, on the Mew. That's, on the Mew. Is that when it got fucking super shitty? So you were on a ship, right? That's uh, And the Mew yeah. is a Marine Expeditionary Unit. Correct? I, I've never been on a Mew before. Um, a, Mew, a Mew is a booth cruise. Is that what it is? It's straight up is a yes. Wow. You're getting paid to sit on the ship and then you go to a port for a couple days and you just go get extremely fucked up with all the other Marines and then you come back to ship and you do it again in another country. And you get some fucking some some stuff on yes. your chest. Little yeah. bling, bling, you know? And yep. everybody sees you a little bit differently just by having Oh yeah. Hell yeah, totally. So you yeah. said you said that's where it got super shitty though, right? Um so it wasn't honestly the just a fucking booze cruise, um, at least. No, um, and I and I get it, I get it, because I'm older and I understand that a lot of males sometimes feel like females aren't good enough, or females are just the hoe. Or I, I get that because you you obviously you do see a lot of different types of females in the Marine Corps, yeah. but uh, a couple of them just hated me off the bat, off the bat, and they definitely just let just me know Marines? it. I'm sorry, what? Uh, men, like male Marines? They were yeah, male Marines. Yeah. Wow. They told you? They just immediately told you? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they tell me all the time. They tell me to my fucking face. They would literally say the typical, oh, go in the kitchen, make me a sandwich. They would tell me, like, uh, female Marines don't belong in the Marine Corps. Um, they would call me a hoe because I wouldn't sleep with them. Of um, course, dude. I, that's like the... Yeah. <laughs> It was insane. It was, I'm just like, fuck you guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
it got to the point where one of the guys within my platoon, he had deployed to Afghanistan. And luckily, I'm so thankful he took me under his wing. I'm not going to say his name. Um, because, you know, I was new. I was a boot. I didn't right. know how to train for workups. I didn't know how to do a lot of the things you got to do with the trucks. So um, I think I even said, dude, just teach me. I want to fucking learn. Like, teach right. me. So he taught me. Yeah. And after like about a year, year and a half or something, he pulled me aside and he was just like, Fleming, you're fucked up. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he was just like, dude, you've changed a lot. And I know exactly why. And I just started crying because I didn't really realize like how much it had changed me. But, um, he literally said, dude, I know what these motherfuckers do to you every fucking day. And he's just like, I'm fucking tired of seeing it. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, holy shit. And he's just like, we're going to go tell staff sergeant. We're going to go tell the captain. We're going to go tell sergeant. He's like, we're going to go tell fucking everybody right now. And I was like, no, no, no. You know, because it is that typical. Oh you don't want to seem like that little bitch. You don't want to watch it. I get it. I get it. But when it comes to. And this is more. This is obviously. This is in the past, right? But like, yeah. But like for chicks right now who, who possibly. Who, who female Marines who do see this or, or anybody in the service or like, fuck. I'm, I know you don't want to be shunned. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure mm-hmm. you don't, you know, but this has to be fucking brought up. It does, but you see what they I, do to people that go to medical. Just because oh, you're not fucking, uh, like, duty shit, y'all said you're like the you're biggest piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to work. You're not yeah. going to deploy. I almost didn't yeah. deploy because I busted my knee. Um, and I was like, no, 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 like, I'll, I'll fucking go. Like, I'm good. I, yeah. I want to go, you know? Like, I, I don't want yeah. to go I'll out. Like, I, I, need, I need to go on this. But, yeah, they're very good at making you feel shitty about even just taking care of yourself in general. Yeah, well, like, you're not supposed to have feelings. You're not supposed to feel. You're just like this robot that's supposed to do what the fuck yeah. they want you to do. We talked about, I talked about this with one of my friends on, on, uh, on one of the podcasts that I did, uh, Brady. It's like they don't treat you. They don't. They don't. They don't train you to be like a, a caring individual. They don't like. They're not like. Oh yeah, just be gentle. Be nice. Say sorry. No, I got my ass too for saying sorry. Ripped into. I was like sorry, sir. And he's like, shut the fuck. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, my bad, dude. Sorry, you know. <laughs> Again, no. Yeah. But it's just I, I understand that like that they don't want you to weak or and i think that's a big part that transfers even into the civilian world when you get out um i think that's a, that's a big part of people not speaking up when it comes to anything um so 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 he wanted to report it and you were just like fuck no dude yeah because i i mean you see the repercussions that they do mm-hmm. and i literally was just like dude and a lot of them were his good friend. And I, that's why I was like shocked he even did this. Because, I mean, he wouldn't partake in what they were doing, but he was there. You know, I'm in a platoon of like 30, 35 males. It's me and one other female, and she's in the office. So it's like I got the brunt of it. There was a couple other males. You know how some platoons always have like those slow motherfuckers and just like, how the fuck did you get in the Marine Corps type oh, of thing? Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. So, you know, they, they would target them and then they would target me because I was a female. But anyway, so, um, he literally was just like, look, I'm sick of it. He's like, you're my friend too. And he's like, I miss the old Fleming. He goes, dude, you are funny. You'd laugh a lot. You'd smile. He goes, dude, you just look like you hate life. And it was true. I literally went home and just drank myself every single night. 
because I was afraid the next morning when I woke up, I didn't know what work was going to be like. I didn't know what the fuck they were going to say or do to me at that point. I mean, I literally carried an, uh, like a pocket knife on me at all times just because I was so paranoid that one of them was going to corner me. I mean, I literally just had no fucking clue. These motherfuckers hated me. They literally hated me with the passion and I couldn't figure out why. I had never done anything. I didn't hang out with people. That's why I lived off base. Yeah. But he literally, my, my, the guy told me, I don't give a fuck what happens to me. And so he, he literally walked my ass into the office and he just fucking laid it out, laid it all out. Wow. And was that, was that, that was in your first unit, right? I'm sorry, what? Was that in your first unit? No, so this is my, my second this unit. When I, this mm -hmm. was VMU3? You cut out. I'm sorry. Was that in was that in VMU three? I'll put this out, no worries. Um was this was this in VMU three is what I'm trying to No, this is with the CLV eleven. Okay, so this is overseas. This is this is not in view. No, no, we haven't actually deployed yet. We haven't okay, even gotten okay. to that okay, point. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. So okay. we have no, we hadn't even gotten to that point. But I actually had told one of my sergeants on the side and I, I don't remember if this was before my friend went with me to the office or after but the harassment was so bad that I literally told him that if this shit doesn't stop I'm gonna uh I said I'm gonna get myself kicked off the mule and he was just like what the fuck Fleming like don't do that we need you and I said dude I can't handle this shit anymore like I, I can't handle this like it I said it's it's stressful to fucking be here knowing that I've got, I've got a fucking target on my back and he was actually really good friends with him too right. and and I, and I think I questioned him like why the fuck are, why are they targeting me what the fuck did I do and literally his response was and it's still to this day it's like blowing my mind he's just like Fleming they want to fuck you you're you're an attractive girl and you won't sleep with them and I'm like that's the fucking reason because I won't fuck everyone in the so fucking place fuck. And, and he was actually older than me. I think he was like, I was 25, I turned 25, and he was like 28, 29. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Like, that's the reason why? That's your that's your explanation? But um, I, I feel very lucky that my captain was um, actually enlisted before he went officer route. So he, you know, he knew the Marine Corps. He, he didn't fuck around. Uh, they all got talked to. Their ranks got threatened with. And like all, so, all the individuals that your friend uh, brought up when he went in there and fucking mm -hmm. there was seven. Yeah, there was seven of them. He, fucking I mean, he assholes. he didn't he didn't hold back. He did Good. not hold back. Good and I think him. I think they all knew he was he was there, or I think they they saw him. I don't really know. I mean, I didn't really question him about it. I think I I thanked him later on. But I, I think he's still friends with them, so I don't think they like you know cast him away or right. or nothing like that. But um, did you so after anything? yeah, did you notice, did you notice any back from that? Um, it died down a little bit. My captain caught it like one or two times because after that he was like a fucking hawk just well, watching yeah. them. Um, he he saw it firsthand what uh like we're doing and he fucking he went and told my sergeant if i fucking see this shit one more time he's like they're done so um and i knew for them they loved the marine corps i think they were they all plan on re-enlisting which most of them did so i mean they took that i thought they took that shit very serious and uh my captain made sure that 
there was three ships you deploy with. He made sure that um, he 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 flat out asked me who were the biggest problems, and I told him. So he he made sure that they, that they were, were on a separate ship. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, good for him. Fucking good job, sir. Yeah. yeah. Good shit. I- I'm glad they fucking did something. You know, like... Uh, That guy is good. Uh, there's some people who might say they're going to do something and it might, might actually not. Um, obviously, that could escalate to your requested mask and then, and then it could fucking it could go fucking deep. Um, so, so you end up, so, so it ends up dying down when you deploy or like you're in Yeah, so then, yeah, so on deployment though, unfortunately, two of them that were still a, a problem, mm-hmm. um, they kind of were essential to be on our ship but i mean you're on ship i only had to see them like maybe once a day um i don't really remember it too too much on deployment i think it did kind of pick back up with one of the kids and uh, i went actually talked to the eo rep and that's when my cat my cat was like dude i'm done fucking around what do you mean by uh eo rep like equal opportunity rep the equal opportunity rep yeah i went to her um I think he said, you know, you should have just come to me. And I was just like, I, I was like, I think I told him because, you know, he wasn't too much older than me, just like my staff sergeant. You know, these people aren't that much older than me. Then, no, I'm not some dumb young girl. Um, I think I told him, sir, no disrespect, but this motherfucker doesn't respect your word because you've told him several times. You've told him several times, and he's obviously still doing it and i said at this point i feel like i had to get an outside source and so yes yeah so the eo was there the captain was there my staff sergeant was there and he got pulled in and he just fucking he got it he just lit his ass up so um he didn't they actually asked me what i wanted to do did i want him njp'd or not no, I'm I'm a stupid softy, and oh, I and I really I I know I literally just said no, sir. You don't need to NJPM. I think I looked at him and I just said, I want you to keep your fucking mouth shut. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, don't you fucking look in my yeah. direction. And he he couldn't. He didn't. After that, he literally had to leave me alone. Like at that point, you it was it fucking was, burned him. But oh, uh, Ruby, you think I didn't think about stabbing him all yeah, the time? I, I, I mean. I'll get this motherfucker when he's by himself. I mean, <laughs> just commit murder. You know, fuck it. <laughs> you know how we, we deal with things with violence. So that totally. was to me, that just, was my solution. Yeah, I was yeah. I was gonna stop. Fuck that guy. He deserved it. What a piece of shit. Yeah. He should have just left good. you alone, dude. Like he should like after one incident where you were like, you fuck you. Like he should have like, oh, okay. You know, but fuck, man. Like, goddamn, get it together. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't understand. So, so that was all on ship when you when you talked to the opportunity. Yeah, that was that was well, we weren't on the ship, and at that point, we were actually in Kuwait. But yes, it was on deployment. It was on Mio. Yeah. Kuwait. Wait, no alcohol in Kuwait, right? That's right. Well, I was on an army base, so no, there was no alcohol. Yeah, I, I don't think it's legal in that country. Yeah. Mm, well, most Middle Eastern countries that we went to, it was very scarce. Yeah, they don't. They don't open alcohol. I mean, they hate us Americans. Most people, most people don't understand. They fucking hate us. A lot of them do. I met some great Kuwaitis. I met some great Kuwaitis when I was deployed the first time, and 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 like I saw them uh, the second time when I was going to Iraq. So I I won't necessarily agree a hundred percent, 
but a lot of people totally you could you could feel it that the, the treatment, oh, yeah. um, that the looks um, you could tell they're talking shit. Uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's very strange. It's really strange. But so, a lot of them really fucking hooked us up, and, and, and I appreciate those guys. I still even have I even have them on Facebook. That's how cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, they would like see our food. Because we we were like security forces, we were doing security for that base, and uh, they would see our shitty ass food that our fucking great unit would bring. They were like, they were like, no, 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 good. And they were like, and they'd take off and they'd bring us like fucking Burger King or or they'd bring us like some good shit. So oh yeah, they took care of us better than fucking our unit. Well, yeah. come on now. You know, almost anyways gonna take better care. Of yeah. Anyone, so. Seriously, that shit. I think that's probably the point. <laughs> just teach you like shit, so you're used to it. Um, yeah. But but that's that's awesome that that you got that fucking that sorted out. After that, was was there anything else, or was it off a little bit better? And he probably talked shit to other people about it. Sure, but oh yeah, I yeah. mean after that, the dirty looks I would get from the guys, I'm oh. just like, fuck you. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, that's when on deployment, I was all hyped up from getting drunk all the time. And that's when I got told, like, yeah, I got told, hey, Fleming, you got to decide if you want to re-enlist or not. And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to re-enlist. If I could keep deploying like this, I'll fucking do it. Yeah. Yes. Nah, fuck no. And then you re-enlisted. Did you, did you re-enlist on the Mew? No. Uh, when we came back from the Mew, um, there was, like, seven of us, nine of us that re-enlisted. Yeah. Mhm. And then, and then, so, so you, you got back. Uh, you re-enlisted and you got sent over to good old. Dude, that is the jobs. Joshua. That Curry, is no. That is. Um, it is. Yeah. Let me let me pause this. That's why so I love technology, right? I yeah, I gotta get better at it, but um, I guess we practice in time. But anyways, we are back. Sorry about that. I was burning up. I had to fucking crack the window open. It's like I'm in 29 pounds with Washington, so there's no uh, AC unless you're fucking Bill Gates balling. And obviously, that's not me. Um, <laughs> um, wh- where were we at? I'm sorry. Uh, I was stupid enough to re-enlist. That's right. Yeah, you took the <laughs> note again. Oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah, so you re-enlisted. Re-enlisted. Fucking. Did you pick 29? Did you pick California? Because you know how they give you those options? Or oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. two of the guys two of the guys, uh, got approached and they got Hawaii. I was fucking pissed. And then mm-hmm. pretty much my monitor told all of us, like, literally two spots are open. You're going to Oki or you're going to Twine and Palms. Mm-hmm. And all of the guys literally were like, I'm going to Oki. And some of them that I had an issue with were going there. And I thought, fuck, oh, no, I'm no. not going where they're going. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. I'll stay in the States. I'll go to 29 Palms. <laughs> <laughs> as you say it. Yeah, as you say it. Yeah. So that that's why I chose Twin and Palms. I thought it was the, the lesser, better route. Yeah, the lesser of two evils. But yeah, because Oki, I don't think is is the greatest, and I'm sure it's. I've never you know spoke. I've never even known a female who was stationed in Oki. Um, wow. Yeah, so I'm sure it's fucking shitty over there. Um, uh, most people I talk to talk about how awesome it is because of all the like 
shit they got to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's that downfall that I know every Marine hears about, like, oh, they're on restriction or whatever they call it over there. And that happened quite often. But when they weren't, they always talked about all the cool things they got to do. Right. I've heard that, too. I've heard exactly those those two things. It's, It's fucking awesome. You get to go fucking diving and you see all these beautiful things bars mm-hmm. fucking you kill somebody you kill a local you know something stupid that happens because yeah. yeah. marines are fucking retarded beyond beyond yes yes beyond <laughs> unfortunately so you fucking show up check in bmu three phantoms that fucking unit how was that how was your first day I think I was, oh, yeah, I was a corporal. So, you know, I showed up with all my fucking ribbons because I got so many on deployment, you know, so I I showed up and I was actually telling somebody the story the other day. I don't know if it's my boyfriend or what, Mm -hmm. but, um, my first day, literally everybody apologized to me everybody everyone was first and all like "Ooh, who's the fresh meat and why does she have a stack you yeah. know yeah. I, I think i had a bigger stack than most of the sergeants there it was yeah. i was just like what the fuck is this place like yeah. how the fuck do not have ribbons like but oh, yeah. Uh, yeah once everyone found out i was motor tuh and they found out who was in charge of me everyone i mean i had staff sergeants i had officers everyone was apologizing to me for what i was about to endure wasn't he in charge of you too did you ever encounter Do I know him this I don't... individual was he a sergeant huh? he's a staff sergeant does he rhyme with a uh, mopus does what does his last name right <laughs> was he lopez <laughs> No, no, no. That guy's a whole nother level. Right. No, uh, this else. guy was a no. He was a former DI. Don't you remember the stories about him? Or do you? you oh know? my god, he was a dick. What's his name? Uh, I'd rather not say. <laughs> well, right. So that staff sergeant. So they were apologizing to you because they knew that that guy was in charge of you. That staff, that specific staff sergeant that we mentioned, that will not be on here because we're good. Um, that motherfucker. I heard about that. Yeah. Wasn't, yeah. He, wasn't he married? Yeah. Yeah. So they were apologizing to you because they knew his history? Or had they knew, they No, everyone knew what a dickhead he was and everyone hated so, fucking so, working with him. Yeah. 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 All fucking yeah. times. Go, go, say, hey. uh, so I fucking heard. I've heard him. So. I've heard him like two, two out people. Excuse me. That was disgusting. Um, <laughs> He, um, I heard him like blast people like he was in fucking boot camp and shit. It's just like, oh man, come on, let it go. Like how to, so, so, sorry, I, I sidetracked. Apologizing because he was a, because he was a dick. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, continue. They were apologizing. No, no, I mean, that, that was just it. Everyone's just like, oh fuck. And I, and then at one point I finally had the courage to ask somebody who the fuck is this guy and why does everyone keep apologizing? And they just gave me this look like, did you not hear about him? I'm like, no, everyone keeps saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then finally someone's just like, dude, he's a former DI. And I was like, dude, if no, if, for all of you that never had a fucking staff sergeant that came from the fucking drill field, you're so lucky. That dude, happened to me twice. Honestly, twice. One was a female. Honestly, we had two in my unit. Um, no. No, 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 no. Hold up. So one of them, I'll say his name because he's fucking cool. Staff Sergeant Hernandez. 
he came in at first, but I think he was just trying to like uh, prove a point. You're in, you're in an infantry battalion. You you can't show that people can just fucking walk all over you. Um, and he came in very very aggressive, like obviously like most drone instructors are. And he fucking he he chilled out. He he was super fucking cool. He he started picking up on the cues from all the other marines. Like nobody really wanted to deal with that bullshit. it's just unnecessary Um, everybody reacts better when you just talk to them like fucking grown individuals Um, but and another one with staff Sergeant Brown the fucking shit coolest fucking dude ever Um, so I didn't have a similar experience besides that motherfucker when I was in junior three for those six months but yeah a lot of you guys are, are lucky unless you've experienced it but they can be dicks because they it doesn't leave their head especially no they try to make it like their their persona and, and mm-hmm. yeah and they just try to act that way which is kind of shitty if you're not well yeah because it's like he demanded respect and it's like dude i don't respect you yeah. and then especially when i found out he wasn't motor t prior i don't know what he did and so once he started trying to tell me how to do my job, but he was always telling me to do shit the wrong way. And I'm like, I tell him I can get in trouble for this. And he was like, I don't give a fuck. You're going to fucking go do it. And I thought, dude, this is the end of my fucking career because of this dumb motherfucker. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Whatever. That's, that's yeah. the worst part is when you, when you, when you know that something isn't right and somebody's trying to make you do it. Um, somebody wanted me to drive a, the staff sergeant wanted me to drive a seven turn in Camp Pendleton. I was not licensed at all. Um, there had just been an accident in Camp Pendleton where like 15 Marines got injured, one of them died, seven turn flipped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not uh, not like the most recent one with that AFAC. Did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. The track sunk. That's yeah. shitty, you know, but poor guy. But I was just like, no, dude. I was like, no. I was like, I don't feel comfortable doing this and I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry, you can find some other asshole to do it, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not doing it. And he was like, ah, come on, Rubio. And I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. But he, he can't really get you in trouble when he's trying to fucking make you do something that isn't technically legal. Uh, he did it all the time. At, at one point, the roadmaster did pull me over. And luckily the guy ended up being chill with something small. I didn't have like the little plate thing on the back where, oh, you know, you put right. this thing and shit. It was something stupid or the, it was like falling off or something, which I kind of already knew, mm-hmm. but staff sergeant didn't fucking care. So, you know, he made me do that. But the more that I, I pushed back with him, the more he put me on duty. So. Oh, <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. So he's so like 24 hour duty, 24 hour uh, at least once a week I was on duty. Uh, so I was just like, what? yeah. And it was stupid though, because then he'd be like, Oh, uh, Fleming come back to the office and work. And I'm like, I'm on duty. And yeah. he'd be like, he'd be like, you know, put the other person on or whatever. And I'm like, fuck this motherfucker, dude. Wow, like, he was really trying to fuck you in, uh, in that sense. But like, that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like just what a dick. Just a he was a dick. Yeah. That's why a lot of people don't fucking uh, enlist and, and want to deal with that bullshit. Nobody wants to be treated that way. I get yeah. it. I get it. It's the military. There has to be some sort of... Yeah. But like that is not... 
That's why a lot of younger guys are like, no way. Or, or gals. Oh. Like, fuck that. No thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I found out he and I were the same age, too. And that's really? why he would talk. He, yeah, he would talk to me like I'm stupid. And I would just look at I'd give him the dirtiest look like you fucking piece of shit. You like, fucking asshole, we've been here the same amount of time on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, go learn what the fuck Motor T does. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Actually, I almost got, I almost got MJP because of him too. So, believe me, I got, I fucking, I hate that motherfucker. Anyone I talk to, as soon as I say that name, man, they all just cringe. You know, we all just. Know about him. Yeah, I almost. How the fuck could you forget about that man? I was only there six months. How long were you? Ruga, that that's year? all you need. I that's know. Need. I saw that. I, 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 and that Sergeant Major was kind of fucking weird too. He, he was kind of a, he was, he was a, a strange individual. I can't remember his name. Very fucking weird guy. He talked, oh, dude. He very young. He, very strange. he had like a very weird voice. And then he like yeah. flipped the switch immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he was a, I think he was a former MP or something. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd go talk to him a couple times, and I'm pretty sure he would, at that point, I feel like he got this impression that I was just some dumbass female, but I'm just thinking, no, dude, this is dumbass fucking unit, like, because didn't you hear stories about staff sergeants hooking up with, like, everybody? I heard about the, the staff sergeant impregnating that last book. I heard about that. Um, I I was like, I was very, I had, I'm, I'm a fucking boot, you know, I had just gotten to the fleet. I was like, what the what is this fuckery? What is literally this fuckery? Like, what the fuck is going on? It was a pretty pogue unit. Um, oh my god, yeah. It, it was very pogue. Uh, and pogue is like the non-infantry. It was just very garrison-like. Um, mm-hmm. Which, it was definitely a, a strange experience for me. And then transferring to an infantry battalion completely threw my shit off. Completely. Yeah. Never been, oh, yeah. never been worked harder in my life, <laughs> ever. Even, even till now. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's no way. But it, it was very strange going into that infantry. Uh, they, they they were supposed to go to Hawaii for a few years, and they ended up going when I showed up there. Like I was technically supposed to. I had an opportunity, and I was like, mm, I'm not sure. And I was like, Yes, no. I know. You give me the look. I was like, why not? Dumbass, you know, it's Hawaii. Um, I don't know. I had family. I lived close. I was stationed close to base. Um, you know, like, or no, that was stupid. I was stationed close to home. I know. I know. You are. Yeah. I remember making fun of you for that. I'm like, hi. I'm like, you want to get the fuck out of here? Yeah, and you're still here. You you're still here. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> the Marine Corps just fucked me in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's all right, though. I honestly don't take back that experience. Um, so, so DMV three, you, you start there as a corporal, so you definitely deserve some sort of respect. Um, do you feel like you got it, or you were just treated like a female fucking marine? Um, from the staff sergeant, I was just treated like a female marine. Um, from everyone else, though, uh, that. If they were to try to say anything to me, I would just look at them like, "Get the oh, fuck out of here, dude!" Yeah. Like, yeah. look at where you're. Well, look at where we're at. Like, yeah. what have you done? Yeah. I would tell people all the time. I would try to tell, like, uh, remember Carino? I do remember Carino. Yeah. Yeah, I would try to tell him. Like, I would try to tell him, like, bro, this is 
this isn't yeah this isn't the real marine corps like this is not how she is you know yeah. like i tell everyone i'm like dude if you guys went to camp Pendleton, you went anywhere else i'm like i would tell them you get eaten alive because this is this is unit. this is a joke what we do here it's like oh yeah the fuck? oh yeah big time big time I, and i learned <laughs> What's that, yeah. sorry? No, I'd say, yeah, for someone like you to go to an infantry unit, like, I'd be like, holy shit. Holy like, shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Got there. Mm-hmm. They're fucking on a workup. I'm here and we're going to Afghanistan. I'm like, whoa. Like, they're in the fucking field. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is, this is real. We're fucking working. Like, we're out there doing missions all fucking stupid ass night. Coming back, mm-hmm. fucking getting off at eleven, getting back in at five in the morning, like no rest. It it, it, it was insane. Uh, the 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 switch that me and uh and, and Kanan had to endure was definitely was definitely a big fucking good luck, bitch. You know, because I know some people went to like BMU one, which is like a sister unit to what we were in. Um. So you were a corporal, you had some fucking ribbons, you could tell motherfuckers to fuck off. Um, that you were obviously, even, sorry, no disrespect, you were older than a lot of the guys there. Um, so you could totally tell them, easily fuck off. Did you, was there any circumstances where they didn't and anybody fucked with you drastically? No? No, no, it was way more chill there because everyone knew that I was married. Um, oh, I sure. lived, I lived out in Joshua Tree, the fuck away from I the base. It. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, I mean, um, everyone was a lot nicer, which was definitely a good change from what I was used to. Right. Um, it's just that staff sergeant, and I know everyone felt the wrath of him, though, so mm-hmm. I feel like if he wasn't there, it definitely would have been a much better experience. Um, but after dealing with him, it helped me make the decision to definitely get out. Like, I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm yeah. fucking... I- this shit no more like i kept thinking i'm a female shit's not gonna get better for me it's only gonna get worse so i was done yeah i actually had somebody reach out and um she's a female vet she said she was a cold war vet um and i was gonna get her on here um i haven't haven't spoken with her recently but she said that she was in 16 years and she she knew her shit about her mos obviously 16 years um, and she said that it still ended up coming down to her being a female. Like, at the end of the day, it was still the fact that she was a female that she got treated differently. And I don't know how it works at a higher at a higher rank, um, but I'm sure there's still some fucking, some shit going on with even females. I'm sure they don't get treated even just as serious. Um, because, that, I mean, there's obviously a lot, a lot, of, a lot of situations that are still happening now. Um, like that one, uh, that one soldier, uh, Vanessa, right? That's so fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. It's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, though. She says she was scared. She told her family, just right. like I had. Told, I had told my family too. That was the only people I would tell. I come home crying. I go buy a six pack and I would call my parents crying and just be like, dude, I want to fucking die. And my parents would be like, get out, Rebecca, get out. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. I signed a fucking contract. Like I'm like, I either have to threaten suicide or pop on drugs. And I'm like, I don't, that's not how I want to. 
I don't want to get out that way. So it, I felt very fucking trapped. So for this girl, I can only imagine you're, you're, you're still scared. You don't know if your superiors are going to turn on you. You don't know if they're going to sweep it under the rug. Like you just don't know what the repercussions are going to be for right. speaking up. Right. And I'm sure there's a lot of cases where, where some people do speak up, but then they just get fucking singled mm-hmm. out even more or they, or even they, or they possibly even get called out like, oh, hey, don't fuck with her like that. She'll go tell somebody else and make her yeah. out, you know? Like, yeah. I'm sure they don't think they try to encourage it, sure, but I I, I, I highly doubt it's anything very sincere. Um, so, so you said you ended up getting out because of your, because of yeah. your back problems, right? You ended up getting, how early, how much earlier did you end up getting out? I'm sorry, you cut out completely sorry. right now. Yeah. Obviously, hey, you didn't re-enlist um, because that fucking stop. You think if you had a different experience uh, in Disney, you think you would have re-enlisted again? Yeah, I mean, um, okay. I honestly had my heart set on being a Marine uh, and being in the Marine Corps. Even now, uh, my boyfriend will be like, as bad as it was for you, he goes, you still talk about it like... You like you know you're proud of it, and it's just like, dude, yeah. Well, when you're fucking be? in boot camp, you're fucking brainwashed. Like you're Fuck this shit. Yeah. You're Fuck a fucking goddamn marine. Fuck yeah. That's why I didn't join the army. I almost joined the army. I almost did. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I know, right? I almost did. Like I was. Uh, I talked to. That's when I was. Um. That was right before I hit my. Uh, my dark times when I got out of service. Did you happen to experience anything like that when you got out of service? Yeah. So as excited as I was to get sure. out, um, I think everyone's on that DD two fourteen high. Oh, yeah, it's a good. You're high. on that high, and yeah. then I feel like at first it feels like you're on leave, and you're like, okay, I'm on, you know, yes. like I'm yeah. on vacation, yeah. and then. I feel like after a month or two, it's just kind of like, what am I doing? What's going on? Um, I'll never forget. Forget. I think within like the first two weeks of me getting out, I freaked the fuck out. My parents were out of town um, because I I had moved back home with them because I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what the fuck to do. And I remember freaking out so bad. I called my mom and I said, where's the stash and my mom was like what's wrong back then i literally i mean i told her i'm having an anxiety attack or something i said i'm freaking the fuck out i don't know what the fuck to do with myself so she told me where the weed stash was and i (laughs) and i remember drinking yeah 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 and i remember drinking corona and i remember just sitting there like rocking back and forth being like oh my god oh my god i'm losing my fucking mind like i don't know what the fuck to do and then i spiraled really hard with alcohol um i did that for about a year and then i actually woke up in the hospital um alive and i was just like i was like this is my sign from fucking god like i've got a problem uh i need to go get help so like you said, like, uh, you and I kind of talked about earlier, no one ever really talks about what it's like to get out. No one ever gives you advice. Um, so I just made the conscious decision, like, I need to go seek help. And my therapist was like, you know, what do you want out of this? Usually your therapist will ask, you know, what do you want out of this? And I literally told her I want to stop drinking and I want to get through all my bad times in the Marine Corps because then, like, they're just fucking haunting me, like, constantly. So, um... Yeah, I mean, and then after that, um, 
is when I kind of put myself out there on Facebook and I literally laid it out like, yo, I was doing drugs, you know, it's just weed and, you know, people have a different opinion on drugs, but, and I said, I was drinking a lot and I said, um, I was depressed, blah, blah, blah. You know, if anyone needs to talk, you can talk. And then I feel like that's when it, I feel like it takes somebody to admit what's going on with them themselves, you know, And, and then they'll, uh, start talking about what's going on with them. And that's when I feel like you're, you're surprised that you you're still in this community of people going through the same thing as you, you're no longer in the Marine Corps zone with the bullshit, but now you're as a civilian, you're going through a different kind of bullshit. Like you, like you said, you feel like an outcast. I was just telling my boyfriend earlier that sometimes I have mixed emotions about telling people I was a Marine because I just don't know how they're going to react. Especially email Marine. I feel like you don't really encounter very many, many of them. So I don't know. Are you going to think like, oh, she must have been slutty. Oh, is she a lesbian? Is she hardcore? Is she hardcore? Is she crazy? I mean, sometimes I will have people ask me like, have you ever seen anybody dead? Have you ever killed anybody? You know, the stupid, you know, your stupid things. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell people I'm trained to kill. I know where to shoot you, you know, but you know, like, but yeah, people have, people have very different, uh, even just any service member. Like when you tell them that you're in service, they, I've heard it a lot. I've heard the, Oh, you're, you're, you're such a Marine or like, or or they, or they're like, Oh, you're, you were, you were in the Marine Corps. Like you'll be fine. It's like, it's it's almost like they they la- they label you just as that, right? It's, it's that's yeah. what that's what you become to a, a civilian. Um, it, it's almost like that's that's all they see. There's some people obviously who don't, and they see who you are, and they see that as an experience, and they understand that it was a big experience. Like I try not, to, I try a lot not to talk about it, but a lot of my fucking stories are from those fucking four years that I experienced. And in yes. those four years, I was with two units. I deployed twice. I got to see a few parts of the world. Um, and that was a very important time in my life, fucking 19 to 24. Uh, that was my growing up, unlike other people who go to college and figure out other shit. So I'm sure it affects like even just age groups differently. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like just, I can't even imagine going in just turning 18. Just as soon as you turn 18, boom. I, I can't even imagine that. And I went in at 19. I think my birthday was in boot camp. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it was great. Uh, I, I try to keep it super, super quiet. But yeah. when was it that you initially started noticing these like uh, anxiety issues? Or, or was it like, you said, was it two weeks or like a month? Or? Yeah, I think it was within two weeks. Wow. Um, it just, I think, because I literally told myself, like, I don't know what to do. As the more therapy I did, the more it helped me understand that I literally feel like the Marine Corps was my security blanket. Uh, sometimes I almost say it's like a cult because you're all you're all taught to think the same way, act the same way. Mm-hmm. You're dressed you the fucking same. <laughs> you're dressed the, the same way, thing. so. You have all this fucking freedom and people will be like, well, you were a civilian before you joined. 
It's like, but yeah, but if you haven't lived that fucking life, you don't understand that yeah. it's no longer there. It's, it's still a big adjustment, just like anybody moving, becoming divorced, having a child. It's a different part of your life that you're not used to, and you're having to adjust to it and figure it out. Right. So yeah, within, I want to say within two weeks, I just fucking, I just cracked. And then that's when I just started drinking a lot. Cause I, I just... I didn't know what to do. And then also one of my really good friends, he threw me off because like you said, you lived it. You've got stories. You talk about it. You still act like it. He literally told me one day, Rebecca, you're not in the fucking Marine Corps anymore. You need to let that shit go. Do that fucking hurt. I'm thinking, what do you mean? Let that shit go. Like that'll never leave me, dude. Like, you know, and then I, and sometimes I don't know how I feel about this once a Marine, always a Marine type of things. I mean, it it is true, but it's just like, I'm thinking, dude, you don't understand what I've been through. That was my life. Like you literally breathe it, eat it, shit it, you know, all of it. Yeah. It's such a big, like, and I try to, I try to explain the same thing. It's was, was that dude in the Marine Corps as well? No, no, he's just one of my civilian friends. Oh, dude, you can't, (laughs) you can't. Like I understand, we don't shut the fuck up sometimes about it, but it's and it's only four years, right? Like high school or whatever. But it's such an impactful. Or you did longer, obviously, but I can even I imagine. Five years. No, I, I did five years. Well, regardless, um, it's still a fucking big ass impact in your life. It's it's more impactful than anything that I've ever experienced. There's nothing that has had this the same experience that the Marine Corps has. It hasn't. There's nothing that has, has had an impact as big as the Marine Corps has had on my life, um, and it, and I'm not saying it because it was such a great, fantastic thing, because it yeah. definitely has downs and, and there was oh, amazing yeah. feelings like coming back home to, to the United States and and you know being received by family. But it, that was even then a strange experience on its own. Just getting used to being back in the states was was different. But you know, I guess. I'm sorry, or maybe some of us apologize, but it's just something that's not, I don't think it's anything that's ever going to leave anybody. Um, it, it's just something so, and, and I try not to get into my thoughts about that, where it's like, man, I'm never going to experience anything like that ever again. Never. I'm never going to see anything similar compared to the Marine Corps. Nothing. No. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of veterans struggle with that because the number one thing they say they miss is the camaraderie because you're all going through the same thing. You all feel the same, you know what it's like. And I feel like that's why it's very important to keep in touch with your veteran friends, which I do. Um, I, I have three, literally three that every single day I talk to and I feel like we we're all very honest. It's just like, dude, life sucks right now. Like it just straight up sucks with my civilian friends. They're more quiet about it. It's just kind of like, you don't hear them be vocal about that. But I feel like with veterans, you're just like, you know, being able to express the suck. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You used to be able to express like, man, this fucking sucks. We're doing it. But bruh, like I I don't, I'm not doing this at all. This isn't a good time. And, and I think um, I think I was talking about that in one of my one of the other interviews too, where it's just like you come out here and you kind of say how it is, and people are just like very thrown off by it. Um, they they even think of you as aggressive or um, ill-tempered, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to work on on that aggressiveness that comes from it, 
because in the Marine Corps, you'd be like, well, bitch, you know, <laughs> like, immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, nobody really blinks twice about that. But here, even the whole respect thing, it's not anything similar compared to, to what the military uh, asked for. Um, no. It's just, a, it's just such a big adjustment. And you're used to being able to go next door, if you were in barracks, or if, yeah. like, you know, like, for example, I had, I made amazing friends, um, amazing fucking friends, uh, fortunately, I didn't have to deal with a lot of the shit that, you know, females have to deal with, um, I made lifelong friends, uh, those guys, anytime I hit them up, you know, they're there, um, a lot of them have been guests on here, which I fucking love, but honestly, I'd never heard any of those experiences until that, never, like, uh, my friend Brady, he never spoke to me about it until we talked about it on here. And yeah. I was like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you can talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I promise you can. Like, there's no judgment behind it. But that's just how I felt, too, about it. Like, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I don't know if you did. Did you want to express your feelings to your veteran friends when you got out? I'm sorry, say that again? Like, uh, when you were going through your dark shit, right, and, and you got out of service, did you did you want to talk about it with your friends? Did you reach out to them, or was it just you got to the um, point where you posted it on Facebook and you were like, "Anybody needs to talk." Like, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I experienced this. Um, I think one of them. Uh, I think she and I was still in at the time. She had gotten out, and then she started telling me how she was feeling. And I, I mean, you're still in the Marine Corps. I couldn't comprehend, and it started yeah. freaking. You know, she's just like, I'm depressed. I fucking hate life. There's nothing going for me. And I'm thinking, why the fuck is she saying all that? So when I got out, it kind of made me look back to what the hell she said. And I was like, oh shit, dude. Like now I know what she means. Um, I think I might've reached out to her, but I I think that Marine Corps pride, you still hold it. And I, I, I think I didn't really talk about it too much um i know i was very honest with my civilian friends because they would be like hey becca you want to go hang out and i'm like no i have therapy so i mean they kind of knew i was in therapy because of the marine corps but they didn't know the extent of why i was right. going to therapy i mean they were supportive but it, i think it took like a year for me to actually open up to my veteran friends and then like, ask them point blank like oh you know God, did- yeah did you feel the same way and and stuff like that? I mean, I'm still now, even six years later, I'm still learning what other females went through, um, their experiences. I mean, I feel like you just, you're always, you keep your mouth shut about everything. I mean, even I, I went to the, the VA a couple months ago about an issue in my back and the doctor there, she literally like looked at me and she goes, Rebecca, you're not in the Marine Corps anymore. You need to understand that. I looked at her like she had 10 heads. I'm like, thinking, lady, that doesn't leave. Yeah. You don't, that doesn't leave you. Like she goes, if you're in pain, you can come to me- You can come to the doctor. I'm thinking, no, I can't. No, yeah. I can't. Yeah. You know, my boyfriend now, he'd be like, you need to go, to, you need to go to the doctor. I'm thinking, nah, nah, nah. You know, that Marine in you oh, was yeah. just like, I do it all the time. he'd be like, yeah, he'd be like, let it go. Let it go. And I'm like, <laughs> No, no, I can't. It is. It's like a sign of weakness, and it, and it really isn't. Like you, I've never spoken to a therapist, right? I probably should, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Um, I, I 
would like to know. I was actually going to ask you, like, did you think that it that it helped talking to a therapist? Like, did it do anything for you? Would you say? Um. Yes. Yeah. Uh. She. I mean, she wanted to know why I wanted to go to therapy. Uh, I told her why, and she was amazing. I mean, I wish I. I'm not gonna say could have kept seeing her because I had seen her for a while. I improved in the ways I wanted to improve. And then I decided, okay, I'm ready to move on to the next chapter in my life. But yeah, I mean, I literally told her I didn't want to drink anymore. Um, so I stopped drinking, uh, thanks. And then, uh, as you're drinking your, no, I mean, I'll have a beer every once in a while, but it just, it's not the same for me. I just don't enjoy it as much. But, but, um, no, she definitely helped me to work through the things I was holding on to, but there's, uh, the anxiety that I carry with me all the time. Uh, that's something I, I wish would be my next goal is to figure out how to deal with the anxiety. Uh, all my veteran friends, yeah, all my veteran friends will text each other like, dude, I'm fucking freaking out today. It's just like, oh shit. Oh shit. You know, like yeah. you, I, I don't think twice about it. They don't think twice about telling me. It's just like, you know, it's not a, a kept secret anymore right. that you're, you're bottling all this up inside. Yeah. That's, that's awesome that you guys can just fucking share uh, whenever you, you do feel anxious because that happens to me all the fucking time too. And I don't really tell many people about it. Like my, my wife knows um, like uh, one of my friends invited us to to uh, one of their weddings. And I remember we got there, and I don't know why, I, got, I was super anxious. Super yeah. anxious. We, we stayed outside for a bit, and I don't think he knows this. He might be knowing this now, Patrick. <laughs> but like, we, we, I was literally in the car like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like freaking out in the car, just like, fuck, what the fuck? Like, why can't I just go? enjoy mm-hmm. myself why why am i just fucking so in my head and just freaking out about this and that happens to me on on the regular it's not a thing that just when i go out somewhere um i i, I don't even allow myself to enjoy it as often as i, I feel like i should allow myself to yeah enjoy it. i should have a good time but my brain is like nope 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 freak out freak out you know and, and, and the anxiety picks up and, and i'm trying to work on it just kind of push through it I guess it's probably not the best way maybe you know talk to somebody or or, or deal with it but I'm aware that it's there you know yeah I'm aware that it's an issue and I'm aware that 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 I need to work on it so I've been I've been trying to put myself out there a little bit more that way I can feel more comfortable um I didn't even for example I don't know how you felt about this but I was very cautious about making friends when I got out of service I was very I, I wasn't just I had my friends already. I had my great friends already. And I, I found it very difficult to trust other people. How mm-hmm. I could trust the guys that I was with. You know, like I, I felt like everybody was real to an extent. Like everybody had your back for sure. And you come out here and you're not sure if you can count on specific people. And you don't know. At least that was just my my own thing. I felt like everything was very fake. Like, oh, you have to be nice because we're in a work environment. It's not, you know, like you're just being nice. Get the fuck out of here. Like, you don't really, you don't really give a shit. Like you're just being a nice individual. But that was just my brain, you know. I, I, that only happened after I got out. It was that was never the case while I was in. That was never the case before I was in. 
Yeah. All this, all this weird shit just uh, came after the service. And again, same, same like you. Uh, a year, it was about a year later when I finally opened up to my friends, where it was just like, I, I struggled, man. Like I got to, I got to a really bad point where, you know, I was almost a part of one of those individuals that didn't win that battle. Um, it, it was, it was, it was not easy. Um, breakdowns often. Yeah. For no reason, just dark. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just went off on a rant. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> sharing is good though, because I mean, right. you're getting it out, and you're you're talking about experiences that a lot of us gone through. I mean, like you talking about just reminding me that um, I've actually, and it helped me realize that I've actually gotten a lot better. It wasn't until about a year ago I would still freak out about large crowds. Um, yeah. I think within like the first year, I want to say almost two years, um, I relied heavily on weed because uh, I didn't want to go the route. I didn't want to go the VA route. I heard many stories about they try to load you up on pills. And the time that I did try to go there, they were legit trying to put me on five different pills. And I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, yeah. no. So I was smoking weed and I would, I'd want to go do things. I'd want to go to concerts or clubs or, or something. And I would have to smoke a shit ton of weed just to like be calm and just relax. I mean, I was having anxiety attacks when I moved over here and I started working on a military base. I mean, I would start to freak the fuck out about being around a large crowd of males. Like it just, my heart would start. And yeah, I mean, you can't. Sometimes you can understand where where situation you're putting yourself into that it's going to trigger it. Sometimes it just happens. I mean, um, at at one point, just to go to the gym by myself, I would sit in the car and, and call one of my veteran friends because she'd do the same thing. It's like we had to push each other. Like, okay, you can go and do this to be on your own, and it would make me think, what the fuck happened that is triggering all this. Like you, like you said, I was fine during the Marine Corps. I was fine before the Marine Corps, but I feel like that, like I said, that security blanket is gone and it's just like, you just freak the fuck out. You're just like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's almost like a sense of uh, vulnerability. Like you don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know. You just don't, it's fucking weird. I don't know. I wish I knew. I wish I knew what caused it. And like I was telling you earlier, that's why I want to, I'd like to talk to like, somebody who, who sees a lot of people that are dealing with this and especially vets of course just because i'm curious i, I want to know i mean what the fuck is it is it the, the fact that you're in this organization and then you get out and it's you're not a part of that anymore and you, you don't have that backing of that organization you're not immer- you're not in the brain anymore I, I i wish i knew but but i i know that those struggles are real that a lot of people face them um it, it comes with the, with anxiety, depression, uh, suicidal ideations. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I, I mean, I've I've had mine. Um, a lot of guys that I know have had them. Um, one of them did it. Um, you know, like it, it's it's fucking rough to just be able to even speak about it. And and I really wanted to get you know your perspective on on how that was for you. Not only that, but obviously your experience as a female because I've never I've never been around that many female service members. Um, it, it was very minimal and then the unit that I was in zero. Nothing. Yeah, zero. Yeah, Doesn't zero, exist. Not a, yeah. Um 
so I, I was I was just very curious as to like what what type of challenges you guys face and you know what 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 worked for you you know like if if you saw somebody for example like if you had a if you had a female marine that was going through some weird shit and she came to talk to you like what would you what would you tell her and she was dealing with similar shit that you dealt with that's that's a really hard question um because i look at a lot a lot of times what i struggled with and i talked in therapy about was uh trying to accept the fact that i had to let go of what i wanted so badly um and even now sometimes when people ask me hey my kid wants to join blah blah blah, or when people ask me like civilians it's mostly civilians what was it like I find myself lying all the time, literally all the time. Uh, I usually tell them to go Air Force just because I feel like, I feel like it's like, I don't want to say safer, but because I know they probably have harassment too, but I just feel like it's a different atmosphere. And then um, usually I downplay like, oh, it was, you know, it was, it was good. I always say like, oh, it was good or something. And if a girl were to approach me, I feel like that would be like, holy fuck, like I'm looking in the mirror. Like, what do I tell myself? Because yeah. I look back and think, what could have I done differently? Well, what, could, what, what would you have done differently? Um, sometimes I tell myself I just would have stabbed most of them. <laughs> Legit, <laughs> okay. just fucking, just yeah, fucking win the, the brig for a couple months or a couple years. <laughs> um, Not the route to go, obviously, guys and girls. No. <laughs> um... Uh, for but also since I'm not in the Marine Corps now, I don't know what it's like. Right. For her, it's I would have different, but it's it seems like it's still. Oh yeah, it's still even, the same. Yeah, it's still the same, and it's been going on. Um, I think she'd. I'd have to ask her questions like, "Do you really trust your chain of command?" Because your chain of command, which I've also learned, is they can sweep a lot of things under the rug. Hundred yeah. um, percent. I don't know. I uh, I know that for me, uh, part of my outlet was I actually contacted Military One Source. They had a, a big bulletin when I was leaving base at Camp Pendleton. And my parents were like, isn't there somebody you could talk to, blah, blah. And then I saw the bulletin. And Military One Source is actually very confidential. You don't, you, they don't tell your unit. Yeah, they don't tell you shit. Um, you can meet with somebody off base, which is what I started doing. No, that was at Camp Pendleton. Wow. So, for a young girl, I, 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 I don't know. I want to give her hope, but I feel like the Marine Corps is very quick to fucking push you back down to not yeah. give you hope. Yeah, I guess I guess it's it's very uh, situational. Um, it it is because, unfortunately because yeah, unfortunately because even if even if you do have a shitty unit, right? It, or shitty uh, leadership um you could request mass but that's like a whole fucking that's a whole different can of worms that you'd be opening up right because you'd be going up to majors or or, or colonels and then if if they can't help you then it would escalate obviously um i mean that's I, i think that's possibly one route that you could go i don't know how well it works because i never did it almost did but i never did it um so i wish i could say my two cents um i obviously wasn't in in your shoes when it came to all that bullshit that shouldn't have happened where where you got treated differently just because you were a female 
and uh, just because you didn't want to entertain the idea of fucking guys, um, which shouldn't be a fucking thing, you know. That's why I, I, I wanted to have a few females on here and give their two cents on it. So I, I, I guess you know that's that's a fair excuse where it's like it depends on the situation. It really does. I mean, I know a couple females that have admitted situations that had happened. And they've all just kept quiet. I mean, myself included, I literally made that decision is I'm never going to open up my mouth ever because I see what the backlash is like. Um, You're making yourself a target. So I, and also you just don't know about your chain of command. I mean, I watched a documentary when I got out with my dad about harassment in the military life. And it, it shocked me to see all these officer women talking about being harassed by other officers and i feel like i had this stupid sense that officers know better you know they're your superiors they're there you know right. we were kind of talking about this earlier, oh really like, well we, we mentioned it like we don't know or, or i mentioned it at least where it's like we don't know if it still goes on at a high, at a higher rank like, yeah i, I don't because because like i like i told you that somebody reached out to me that she was in for 16 years and that it all came down to just her being a fucking female, so she yeah. still didn't get treated with the same respect as another person yeah. who had been in for sixteen years, you know. And it's fucking super shitty, you know. Especially like you were saying, you would think that they would know better because they're fucking a little bit more grown than most, um, and they've probably been in for a while and they know that there is repercussions to their actions, but maybe they they feel a little bit safer with that extra rank. And because to be honest. A lot of higher ranking individuals do get away with more shit than uh than lower enlisted do. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. It's such an unfair uh, balance when it comes to to that sort of punishment, you know. It, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's fucked up. That's why at VMU three it blew my mind about how many staff sergeants and above were like doing all this shit and you know, it's just like a free for all, like no, nah, we you know, like people know what we're doing. But nothing's happening. It's just like right. Do you know what blew my mind is, and I tell this to people, uh, to to quite a few people. It's like I never met that many people that did that many drugs until I <laughs> I got into the Marine Corps. Really? Yeah. Like I knew people that did drugs, but like those types were like, especially VMU three. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, well, dude, what the fuck? Everyone's fucking hooked on yeah, drugs. Everybody. It was like, everybody. and everybody would be like, oh, there might, might be a drug test coming up soon. Yeah. <laughs> Heads yeah. up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was, that, when, when that started coming out, I was just like, these motherfuckers, like, whatever, fuck it. It's the, it's the Marine Corps. It's a fucking very difficult branch. Fuck it. Why not? It is. You it know, is. It's, it's not an easy branch to be in. And like you said, um, you recommend people to the Air Force. So yeah. why? Go <laughs> that, or, that yeah, route. Yeah, or the Navy, even though the Navy has its own uh, issues, but um, primarily I, I, I recommend people to the Air Force. Um, something against the Marine Corps. I would say nothing against the Marine Corps, but... You do. You're a little biased. You have to be. Yeah, man. I, I went through that shit. Like, yes. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want somebody that I care about to deal with that shit and don't get me wrong I don't regret it you know I, I 
it was an experience that made me the person who I am today with the problems that I oh, had. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, um, it, it definitely made me grow up a lot faster than I thought it would to an extent. Uh, a different type of growing up, I'd like to think. I would say that. I would say that it made me grow up uh, not like other people grow up because it's, it's a whole different chapter in your life that a lot of people don't experience. But, uh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you were going through your dark times, um, you only started opening up about it a year after you got out, you're saying? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, roughly. Because I, I was, I think I wanted to connect with somebody. I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't talk to my civilian friends because when I moved back home, I, you know, I, I'm surrounded by all the civilians I grew up with. All my veteran friends, you know, you're, you're in the Marine Corps, you meet people from every single state. Oh, so yeah. I, um, a lot of times my therapist would try to tell me to connect with somebody. Um, a lot of times she wanted me to join like a, a group and I'm like thinking, I don't fucking know these people. Why would I want to talk about that in front of, yes, they were in the military, but they, you know, I don't know them. Right. So it made me feel very uncomfortable. So I think that's when I would, I kind of started text messaging my my veteran friends um and then just became more and more comfortable being honest about things and like i said like you know i don't think twice now about like fuck dude I'm, my anxiety's hitting right now right. or they'll text me too um a couple of times uh i have heard them talk about suicide me not so much because to me that's not the outlet i would want to go i get it you're just you're struggling you're trying to find some kind of relief from your feelings so actually one of my veteran friends and i uh we we uh went and got the i got your six tatted on on our our bodies so that was like a locked in type of thing like bitch if you fucking think you're going down that yeah, road yeah. fucking hit me up because i'll be there in a second like yeah. that was our promise to each other that we won't let it get to that point so i feel like that's a very comforting feeling like you're not yeah. alone yeah. you know we're gonna do this together type of right. thing and you have somebody that you can fucking for sure reach out to without any sort yeah. of judgment because i didn't yeah. even like you said, you were talking to your parents about all these things, right? Did you talk to them about all the issues that you were going through when you got out? Because I, I personally didn't tell my mom or my brothers, anybody, until about like a year, a year later. Because I was just scared of judgment, I guess. Um, I'm very open with my parents. I've always been very open. Um, they always been kind of like my, not with every situation, but they were my go-to, especially in the Marine Corps. When I got out, um, I want to say they were, I don't want to say sensitive, but I think they knew there was something. Um, it wasn't until I got out and I still do it to this day. Uh, I get scared very easily now. So if someone's coming up behind me and I turn and look, I'll scream. I literally scream. Uh, my boss, even now, my boss has learned that he has to jingle his keys or call out my Like, literally. So my parents, I don't think they really understood what was going on with me until I finally just, like, let them know, like, dude, I'm fucked up in the head. I literally just said it like that. I'm fucked up in the head. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with me. I need you to have a little bit patience and understanding and i feel very very blessed a lot of my friends will tell me i'm very lucky i do have that kind of relationship with my parents yeah. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, I'm very honest with them. Uh, like what you said, a lot of times when I would try to go hang out with friends, I'd have like little mini anxiety attacks and I wouldn't tell them. And I didn't tell them until like years later. And they're like, why didn't you just tell me? It's like, because I feel like a freak. Like, yeah, I don't like even know why. Like, I, like a weirdo? Yeah, like I'm just super anxious. Or, like, I would avoid. Yeah. I would avoid. People would invite me to hang out, and I'm, mm, I'm good. Yeah. Like, ah, I appreciate it, but I'm all right. Like, I would just yeah. avoid that shit a hundred. Like, it wasn't even, like, a, a second thought to me. It was just like, I'm good. Thank you, though. Uh, oh, well, I, I kept who I hung out with very limited. Oh, for sure. Um, well, one of them was a really close guy friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I felt completely safe when I was with him. Um, and then one or two of my other friends that I've known, you know, like half my life, um, I felt like, okay, but it was still like, it was still always like that anxious feeling that was always there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's still there for, at least for myself. And um, again, it, I, I just got to push through it and, I, I kind of tell myself, like, dude, relax. Like, it, it's nothing. Like, you're good. There's nothing going on. You're, you're good. You're chilling. It's, it's, I, you have no reason to be feeling this way. Like, it, you should be fine. So, um, well, sorry. In therapy, yeah, like, my therapist would try to tell me, because, like, when I started going to community college, mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah, right there that was just, like, mind blowing. I mean, I, Still to this day, I really don't like being around these kids. Um, the way they think and shit, I just can't. Sometimes I'm just like, oh my god. But I always try to have like a, a, a strategy if something were to happen, how the fuck am I gonna get out of the building? Yeah. Type of thing. Like that shit still just like I don't know, it just it it carries with you like a, a parent. Um I mean, but you also learn to tell yourself, like, what are you anxious about? What's causing your anxiety? And then you have to literally try to tell yourself what's the worst case scenario. Because I feel like you just start thinking about you, but I start thinking all these bad things that could happen. Yeah. Um, and then my therapist would be like, well, what's the worst that could happen, Rebecca? And then I would tell her, and she goes, has that ever happened? I'm like, well, no. And it's like, okay, then. Like, you're kind of like, creating this guy in your head type of thing you know that's Um, interesting a lot of times when my friends are having an anxiety attack uh one of the tricks my therapist told me to do which i'll have to do when i if i'm out like hiking somewhere by myself because i do that a lot um you have to distract yourself from your your racing thoughts so i'll ask my friends yeah, I'll ask them where you at. Um, let's say they're in their bedroom. Okay, how many walls are there? Are there windows? You have to start asking me these questions because then they have to start looking, start focusing on what you're asking them. That's a good trick. If you're outside, what colors or no colors of sky? That's the Marine Corps for me. My fucking <laughs> oh, shit. You you ask uh, are there birds? What sounds do you hear? What colors? That's what I'm going to say. What colors do you see? So you have to distract yourself from your racing thoughts yeah, from your. So, so if you're like with your wife or something, you tell you know you're starting to freak out. 
She ha you have to be specific. She has to ask you specific questions. What's that shape over there? What color is it? How big is it? Like you have to literally start like you're talking yourself down from from all that. Well, I feel like that just completely makes you think. It just it just focuses your thoughts on oh what's around me oh it's mm -hmm. wall you know it's this it's that it's a microphone uh it, and and I can see that because when you're just fucking thinking and you and you have really nothing going on not really nothing going on it's just you don't you don't really even focus about anything around you when you are having thoughts like that I mean that trick on its own already it, it seems like it's super fucking useful um. Did that I mean, work for, for some people that you've used on, or did you have to use it on? Um, a couple of them. I mean, I know it's worked for me when I've been by myself. Um, oh. Usually I'll try to call somebody. I'll usually call my mom, and she'll just tell me, breathe, Rebecca, breathe, because I don't know what, what you feel like, but I know that my chest feels tight, I'm, like, sweating, and then I start to get dizzy. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to pass out or oh, something. Wow. So, um. Usually, and I've told my friends now, I, not that I've trained or anything, but I've told them, hey, if I call you and I tell you I'm having an anxiety attack, like, you know, start doing this, this, and this, right. so that way, you know, I can I can do it. I've, I've only had to do it once, I think, by myself, and I literally just out loud. I felt stupid, but out loud, I go, okay, I see the sky. There's all these clouds. Right. I see all these trees. Like, I literally had to, like, talk myself down from it. Just fucking get those other you put you basically just push those thoughts out with whatever is around you and, and yeah it's like kind of a distraction for your brain that yeah. throws it off and, and that's so fucking crazy that's, that's man that's why i'd like to have a therapist on here yeah, yeah. Like, i'm sure they got <laughs> yeah. all kinds of good shit tips and tricks with like oh yeah definitely use on, 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 on people and like, like i said a va one would be awesome that's that that one alone i can see it even I might even try it because my, my stupid ass freaks out often um, just with with, with, uh, with anxiety. Um, I've been trying to do better, but a lot of it is really just my mind just doesn't stop going. Um, yeah. Something sick. What the fuck are you doing? Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Like, come on, like, you know, like, get it together, or like, it, it just it just fucks with me. It's hard to get out of that. Uh, so it, it it'll just throw my whole day. My whole day would just go to shit, even if it's okay. even if it's just a small part of my day where I am thinking that way. The rest of my mood will, will go to shit, um, and the day will follow. But that's okay. that's a that's a good one to know. Because um, like you, I'm I mean I'm still struggling with it. I mean I. More. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I started getting anxious at the thought of coming and talking to you. It started so freaking me the fuck. It's, it started freaking me the fuck out. I was just like, oh my God, I can't do that. And then, and then you're like, you're like, what did you say, aloha or something to me? And I was just like, oh shit, it's happening, it's happening. And then, but then I started telling myself, you know, I'm excited. We get to catch up. Um, you know, I get to talk. So, uh, I mean, I, I still struggle with it right now. Um, there's actually a guy from an infantry unit that I met on deployment because a lot of infantry dudes and they actually were a lot cooler than the pogues that I worked with. And they didn't, they didn't try to hook up with me. Nothing. They were just like legit, like in awe that they're talking to a female Marine. <laughs> and, uh, huh? Cause it's rare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and he's pretty, he was a pretty cool dude. 
uh, still kept in contact with him every once in a while. And then I don't know if I opened up about the anxiety thing and then he admitted he had it once again, it's one of those holy shit. I didn't know, you know, it was like he opened up. Um, he told me that about some herbal pills. So I've been trying those out for a couple weeks. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, I've heard meditation is really good for you, which I don't know why. I just feel like I can't sit there quietly with my own thoughts. I feel like it's just going to fuck me up even more. But um, I've heard like exercise is really good, which I used to do a lot. My anxiety was way lower when I was working out. Um, I mean, they come up with a lot of different things. Journaling. I uh, too. Just write down, write down your feelings and your thoughts, or, or um, I actually got recommended because I'll even, like, like you were saying, right? Uh, before we started talking, I was feeling anxious too. Like when I messaged you, that like, hey, you know, I was like, here we go, and I get anxious about every single one of them, honestly. Um, and once we start talking, it feels a lot better. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're like, you're like, hey, like. Know, what's up and we've experienced some shit and, and, and there's something that we can relate to and and, and honestly that's why I, that's why I'm doing this it's it's because I know people are I actually did a poll I put a poll up on Facebook before I did my first episode because I was like I'm curious like is this is this something that I know a few people that are going through or is it like something that's common? And I was like, how many of you guys went through some dark times or struggles um, when you exited the service? And it was just like, boom, boom, yes. That put yes, uh, yes, and still do, and no. And there was like four no's and like 50-something yes mm-hmm. and still do's. And I was like, I have to do this. I was like, I was like this is this is it. Like, I got to do it. And then my first interview, I was very nervous. Um, there's already a, I feel like there's already a big difference when it comes to comfort. I was super anxious in the first one. Um, I even tried smoking weed to see if it would relax me. It did not. <laughs> it, it, it probably heightened it. But yeah. But um, it's just I guess of, of trying to trying to relax and I guess just let it be whatever it you know just just let the moment be and, and try not to overthink it because that's when that's when you just start fucking freaking out when you start overthinking things and then your mind starts running and it goes to places where you don't want it to go to and yeah and you don't even realize it and then boom darkness mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it'll hit you like like um like my one of my gunnies said that even talking about it didn't even help him like even talking to a therapist doesn't do anything for him he, he just posted it today and i was just like fuck man I'd love to talk to him about it. I know he, he might not want to, and I understand people who don't. It's it's not something like like I I made sure I asked him twice. You know, I was like, "Are you sure? Like, you want to talk about this?" You know, because I understand it's 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 not even like a, a a shameful thing because I I feel a lot more open sharing it with people now because it feels not that it feels good that I know more people experience it, but it makes me not feel alone about it. You know, um, it makes me feel like, oh, there's somebody else who's dealing with this shit. There's somebody else who's dealing with it worse than you and I have, or, or the guys that have been on here. But, um, but yeah, exercising, meditation, herbal pills, like you said, um, all those things are, are possible sources that could that could help you with, with shit. Yeah, I mean, I know some people that uh, smoke weed. 
Um, I go back and forth about that. Um, sometimes I do, I still do resort to it. Uh, I will keep uh, a couple joints in my room. Uh, I actually have a couple edibles, but I feel like I try to use that as my last resort because like my dad has told me, he told me this a couple years ago when I got out, he literally, he was just like, Rebecca, uh, they were cool with it. I mean, my, my parents were cool with it. They obviously had their own stash, but, uh, <laughs> he, he just said that you need to be careful because sometimes if you're anxious, the weed will heighten it. Oh yeah. So that's why I have to really decide like, okay, what am I going to do? I do have, a uh, anxiety pills that the VA gave me that as soon as I take them, they kick in. Really? Um, they so it, I, huh? do they work well? Yeah, they make me more drowsy than anything. I've taken them a couple of times at work and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna pass out. Like I can't wow. open. Um, but there I love that calm feeling. That's a I've told a couple people, I wish I could have that calm feeling every single fucking day. I miss that calm feeling. Just normalness. Just, Just normalness. Just like you and, go yeah. through your day, you know? Yeah, and we doesn't always do that. So that's why I really don't do it because it gives me more of that like, hey, I'm gonna chill on the couch vibe, mm-hmm. you know. Like and I want to. Say what? I said uh, I feel like it could be a hit or miss, like your like your dad was saying. It could totally either help you out or just mm-hmm. fucking multiply the effects of your anxiety, mm-hmm. start freaking out even more. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, what were you no, 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 I don't know. At this point, I just I couldn't hear what you were saying. So. No, 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 no. It's fine. <laughs> No, yeah. no. Um, yeah, it's just about trying to trying to get it out. It becomes easier. It becomes so much easier to to. Oh to yeah, I mean, just I have a lot of people. I preach about therapy because of how well it's done for me, and I get that's not for everybody. But I guess what I should be encouraging more is talking because if you're not comfortable talking to a stranger i feel like you need to talk with your friends and i know i feel like a lot of veterans still feel very awkward and i feel like they're going to be judged but like like i I appreciate what you're doing is to try to open people's eyes and broaden this community that dude you're not alone like a lot of us feel this way you know, it's better to let things out than to bottle it in because I, I, I have one friend, they bottle everything in and I could just see how much it's affecting their day-to-day life because they're not happy. They're just bottling everything in. It's like, you're not, what are you getting out of that? Like, it's going to become a, a worse situation, uh, especially being surrounded by that environment when you're in. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to hear your shit because we're all dealing with it. You know, everybody's just, like I said, maybe that's what has to do with the fact that you're okay when you're in. Um, obviously, there's some cases that aren't. Like, um, there was one guy that fucking shot himself when we were in uh, our first deployment. Um, so who knows, you know, what type of shit he was going on. That's why I'd like to get, like, even active duty guys or gals, just because I'd like to know what the fuck that type of, of thought process is like when you're already in that dark place and you haven't even gotten out yet. Well, there's one topic that I never hear anybody mention, but you do learn about in your sexual harassment classes. And I feel like as a male and especially a male in the Marine Corps, I feel like the one thing that no male will ever admit to. And I already know as, as a female, a couple females that, um, 
have gone through the situation and they never want to talk about, but I can't imagine what it'd be like for a male to be sexually uh, assaulted in the military. That alone right there, I feel like will send you in such a spiral and make you feel so ashamed that you would never, ever, ever admit to it. And recover from that, honestly, if you don't say, if you don't seek help and you just try to deal with that, but I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine having to deal with that. Well, that's why they they would at least I I remember because I did pay attention to those classes is, is they would say that. Yes, females get raped, but males get raped even more so. And I mean, I can see it. I, I totally believe it. I've never, I've never had a guy admit that to me. Um, I mean, you know, I've had a couple talk about what it was like on deployment, um, seeing the dead bodies and how much that's fucked up in the head. But I can't imagine uh, a sexual assault. Uh, that right there, I think, would... Well, yeah, especially especially with people that you're supposed to fucking be able to trust. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed mm-hmm. to be able to trust these people with your lives, and they do this fucking horrific thing to you, and and now what? Like, if these guys that you trust, who are you, you trusted with your life, fuck you over like that in that way, and they did that to you, like shit, man. Yeah, reporting it is gonna. There's gonna be consequences to that for them, obviously, but. Yeah. How how are you gonna feel? Like, are you gonna feel ashamed? Are you gonna feel super like fucking like your manhood's gone? Like, are you just gonna? That's what I'm, that's what that's what I was kind of trying to get out of this is well not just this but like reporting. Like I, I understand it's it's a, it's a difficult thing to do and I'm sure it's not easy to think about having to tell somebody that you're being sexually harassed or, or, or you know just harassed in general um i'm sure you don't want to come off as a pussy or a bitch or you know but i don't think there's going to be any solutions to this if, if nobody said in general and i know we all say it veterans are always like let's talk reach out to me you know it, and it's i'm not going to say i'm getting tired of saying it because I'm not, because it's important, because I've done it, because you've done it, because a lot of the guys that I know have done it, at least to one other individual. Um, they don't really talk about it with their civilian friends until they've already opened up about it with veteran individuals. Like that's what's, that's where that's when I started feeling more comfortable. Like once I opened up about it with, with like my, my veteran buddies and and I realized that I wasn't the only one. Um, it made me feel a little bit more aware and, and just, just conscious about that whole the whole situation that goes up in your head when you get out of the service. Um, and I guess it's helped because I know I'm not the only one and I know for sure I can be like, yo, dude, I'm feeling really shitty. And they'll immediately just be like, hey, man, what the fuck's going on? You know, it's it's nothing to be ashamed about um, as much as that's such a stigma, but you, you shouldn't be ashamed about it. Uh, a lot of people deal with it. And, um, but I guess on that note, you know, I, I want to say uh, thank you for being on here. Yes, I, I appreciate it. Um, of course, it. I'm glad you, you you spoke about it. If you ever do need to talk to anybody about it, I know you got your group of, of people. Um, we should definitely keep in touch a little bit more. <laughs> it was definitely nice yeah. seeing you again. You too. Um, yeah. Um, thanks for being the first female on Better Review. What? what? 
Um, and uh, we're going to have an active duty individual next. Um, that, that would be cool too. See that would be exciting. Yes. See that fucking perspective. Um, thank you for sharing. I appreciate yes. it. Um, right. I'll let you know when this is going up so we can get more. I hope you guys enjoyed it and, and, and got, got something out of uh, my friend filming here. Um, yeah, thanks for watching. Like, share, get this message out there, please. Um, it'll help some people. And, and uh, yeah, thank you again. Thank Adios. you.